Hello and welcome to the Curiosity Chronicle, a weekly podcast where I provide actionable ideas to help you build a high-performing, healthy, wealthy life. Today's podcast is brought to you by AG1 by Athletic Greens, my all-in-one daily supplement. Seriously, this stuff replaced an entire cabinet of supplements for me in one daily scoop. There's a reason it's been a staple of my morning routine since 2011. To find out why, go to drinkag1.com slash sahil and take advantage of a limited time offer. Now, on to today's piece, the personal annual review. It's hard to believe that 2023 is already coming to a close. Another year come and gone. The end of the calendar year presents us with a valuable opportunity to reflect on the year that was and plan for the year that will be. It's easy to glaze over the former and focus on the latter, but failure to reflect will eventually manifest as failure to grow. Quote, we do not learn from experience, we learn from reflecting on experience. John Dewey. I started conducting a personal annual review 10 plus years ago as I was nearing the end of college. It has been an immensely helpful exercise to which I would credit many of my greatest areas of progress. This piece shares the template for my personal annual review. I hope that it will spark you to conduct your own before year-end, as I'm highly confident you will gain the same value that I have from the exercise. You can download a beautiful and free printable PDF of the template at a link on the website version or in the newsletter. Here are the seven simple questions that may change your life. Question one, what did I change my mind on this year? I used to assume that the most successful people had all the answers, that they just knew more than the rest of us. But as I spent more time with these individuals, I came to realize that this simply wasn't the case. The most successful people don't have the best answers. They ask the best questions. They realize that finding the truth is much more important than being right. In fact, they legitimately enjoy being wrong. They embrace new information as software updates to their brain. The personal annual review starts here. What did I change my mind on? What software updates did I have this year? To paraphrase Mark Twain, what did I know for sure that just ain't so? If you can't think of anything, that's a bad thing. My own response? On the professional side, I changed my mind on the idea of when it makes sense to build businesses with friends. I used to think it was a great idea to start a business with a friend or family member but have since refined my view. John D. Rockefeller once said, quote, a friendship founded on business is a good deal better than a business founded on friendship. Those words aptly summarize my new perspective. It's certainly possible to have an incredible working relationship in business with a friend or family member, but business can get messy, and with the most valued relationships, I never want to put them in jeopardy. Question two, what created energy this year? I have a framework I call the energy calendar. In simple terms, the idea is that you reflect on your calendar from a day or week and color code the events according to whether they created energy, green, drained energy, red, or were neutral, yellow. The energy calendar is a great visual way to course correct on a weekly or monthly basis if there are specific activities that are highly positive or negative for your energy. Question two asks you to examine this on a macro annual scale. Review your calendars from the year. What activities, people, or projects consistently created energy in my life? Write them down. 
did I spend ample time on the energy creators or did they get neglected? Goal, spend more time on these in 2024. My own response, my calendars from the year revealed consistent energy creation from in-person meetings and early morning focused creative time. Question three, what drained energy this year? Question three asks you to continue your macro scale calendar examination, but with a focus on the negatives. Review your calendars from the year. What activities, people, or projects consistently drained energy from my life? Write them down. Did I allow the energy drainers to persist or did I cut them in real time? Goal, spend less time on these in 2024. My own response? My calendars from the year revealed consistent energy drainage from remote podcast appearances, calls and video meetings, email processing, and late dinners in the city. I plan to take a few actions on this front. One, no more remote podcast appearances, only in person. Two, significantly higher bar for doing a call or video meeting, always batched onto Thursdays. And three, try to keep dinners to earlier starts. Question four. Who were my boat anchors in my life? Boat anchors are people that hold you back from your potential. You're trying to push full speed ahead, but they literally create a drag on your life. Boat anchors are people who will belittle put down or diminish your accomplishments, laugh at your ambition and tell you to be more realistic, harm the quality of your environment through negativity and pessimism, make you feel bad by consistently showing off all they have to remind you that you don't have it. Question four asks you to identify who they are. Goal, minimize or eliminate the energy you give them in 2024. My own response, a mindset shift we all need to have. It's okay to lose friends along the way. Just because people were a part of your past doesn't mean they have earned a right to be a part of your future. If someone isn't supporting your goals and ambitions, you need to minimize the energy and headspace you give them. Without naming names, there are a few people in my life who fall into this characterization. They helped me in another phase of life, but now provide much more harm than good, generally because they subtly try to put me down or belittle my big ambitions. I'm going to slowly separate and distance myself from these relationships and conversations in 2024. Remember, it doesn't have to be explicit to the other person, but you need to be intentional about it. Question five, what did I not do because of fear? Quote, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. Seneca. We have to get closer to our fears in order to fight back against them. Fear distorts reality. Question five forces you to confront and reflect on it. Deconstruct the fears that held you back. What was the downside if you had taken action? What was the upside if you had taken action? Goal, get closer to your fears in 2024. My own response, making the decision to walk away from a business I had been working on with close friends was the right one, but I made it six months too late due to fear. I was afraid that moving on would harm our relationships when the reality was that moving on was progress towards my ideal day and life. The structure and flow was not a fit, and I allowed the fear of losing the friendship to keep me involved for far too long. This burned a ton of time that could have been redeployed into more energy-creating activities, or into time with my wife and son. Question six, what were my greatest hits and worst misses this year? 
Your natural bias skews how you see your year. The optimist sees all hits. The pessimist sees all misses. The objective with question six is to take a balanced view. Write them all down. Reflect on why the hits hit and the misses missed. My own response. Greatest hits. One, finished an early draft of my debut book that I'm proud of. Two, business holding company ecosystem crossed $10 million in annualized revenue. And three, I hired a rock star chief of staff and built an incredible working and personal relationship with him. Worst misses? One, saw a few of my startup investments fail in the challenged economic environment. Two, I neglected a few important friendships while in the heat of battle on several important professional endeavors. And three, I missed several ambitious growth targets on social media platforms. And finally, question seven. What did I learn this year? Quote, when you stop learning, you start dying. Albert Einstein. The personal annual review ends here. It's easy to lose sight of growth in the trenches. Zoom out to reclaim perspective. Take your time on this one. Reflect on the other questions from the exercise. Write down what you've learned. My own response? Well, I'll detail my 23 learnings from 2023 in an upcoming piece, so stay tuned for that. Conducting your personal annual review. My seven-question personal annual review. What did I change my mind on this year? What created energy this year? What drained energy this year? Who were the boat anchors in my life? What did I not do because of fear? What were my greatest hits and worst misses? And what did I learn this year? The personal annual review is a life-changing exercise. I cannot recommend it highly enough. To get even more out of it, consider conducting the annual review in a small group format. Go through it individually, but then get together with a small group of your intellectual sparring partners and walk through it. Pressure test, question assumptions, and provide feedback. This is a great way to reflect on the year that was and prepare yourself for 2024 to be the best year of your life. As a reminder, you can download a beautiful and free printable PDF of the template at a link in the website version or in the newsletter. Please share the link with anyone who you think will benefit from it. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something and I hope you'll share it with others. As always, until next time, stay curious, friends.